Today on the Hire Me podcast, I have with me Carly Halk. Let's jump right in to learn how Carly could be your next great hire and professional connection. Welcome to the show, Carly. Let's start with that very first question. Who are you? Tell us about yourself. Heather, thank you so much for inviting me to be here today. I am delighted. So my name is Carly Halk, and I have many different things, many different parts, but probably what's most relevant to this podcast is that I founded a leadership and organizational development consultancy in 2010, and I have had the great privilege and opportunity to direct and create strategy and partner with C-suite and um, CPOs and CHROs and talent development on learning leadership and organizational development. And essentially what I get to do is I empower people with the skills to create flourishing and human-centered organizations that have a deeper purpose that is greatly aligned with caring for people and planet. As you are looking out into the world, um, what type of role are you looking for next? Well, I would really love to serve in a director above learning and leadership role and, you know, really helping create learning and leadership strategy, as well as facilitating, as well as managing a team. And then from there, my North Star role in an internal um, position would probably be to either move into chief people officer or chief learning officer. Oh, well, what is it that you love so much about this work in L&D? I was reflecting on that before this call, and I actually had an example of it in action today. So Heather, I am here for transformation. And what that really means is inspiring and even igniting the potential in people, in teams, and in culture so that we can actually really bring our best. And I had the great opportunity today to start working with a senior leadership team. And they are in the very beginning stages of a team. So we have norming, which is usually in the beginning. We have, um, you know, really trying to figure out how we're going to perform, how we're going to storm, but they're in the beginning. And often what happens with teams is they've just jumped right in to their deliverables, to the business objectives before actually creating a foundation for how are we going to communicate? Um, are we creating a social contract for psychological safety? Do we trust each other? What's our accountability that we're going to have to ourselves and to the collective? And they were lacking a lot of trust. And without trust, in my experience, you really can't create or innovate anything successful. And so it was so incredible to see the vulnerability, the direct communication, the talking about what's not working and transformation was just happening in the room. And I was, I, I got off the call feeling so nourished and thinking, and I get paid to do this. This is like awesome. So that's some of what I love about learning and leadership development is just bringing people into their power and into collaborating for the 
highest good. Oh, well, so you talked a little bit about culture in there, but let's get a little bit more specific. So what is the type of leadership and culture that will help you thrive uh, in your next role and do this work that you love? Well, it's a lot like what I bring to teams and to leaders, frankly. So it's it's having that foundation of psychological safety where we can take risks. Um, we can share our experiences. We can share diverse opinions that may not be the most popular or the dominant view. And there is no um, repercussions or punishment or shame or blame. There is humility. There's candor, there's vulnerability, there's empathy. Um, we care for each other. There's a sense of self-awareness, which then fosters a sense of personal responsibility, but collective responsibility. We care about each other's well-being and we're here to learn and grow. I've thought a lot about that because that's what I try to foster. That feels like a recipe for success. I agree. I like all of those ingredients. Let's bake up that cake. Um, so tell us about the problems that you can solve for companies. Well, you know, typically I'm brought in by um, senior stakeholders, executives, you know, HR, ops, talent, and they share with me some of their people data and, you know, tell me what their needs are. And I often will partner with them to create employee development initiatives uh, you know, professional learning, management, leadership, team development. I also have a lot of experience directing and managing other facilitators, coaches, project managers, and structural designers with guidance, with support, with coaching, so that we are meeting business objectives, but also helping those folks in their professional growth and the program delivery. I love facilitating. Um, I've developed over eight different courses. I was adjunct faculty at Stanford for about nine years. And so I love, you know, designing um, different courses and programs around leadership, around team development, and usually for director and above levels. I'm also a bit of a nerd. So some of the things that I solve for companies is really looking at their people-related data to help drive better decisions and develop key metrics to understand what the learning and leadership programs are actually adding value for. So that return on investment, you know, is it increasing uh, promotion? Is it increasing employee engagement? Are we increasing leadership capabilities? And therefore there's more internal mobility. So there's, there's kind of all those aspects. Uh, I also love to develop and also bring in the values uh, that the company has identified into the leadership capabilities and into the learning programs. Um, I'm also often conducting assessments and focus groups, making recommendations for what learning and leadership can look like. And I'll, I'll share an example of how I've done this with a company. So last year I had the great opportunity to partner with Capital One and they have been a large client of mine in the last couple of years. And so I basically had a incredible sponsor. She's a managing vice president and we had multiple conversations 
as she was entering this, this new organization in this new role. And she really wanted to equip her directors and senior directors um, with the tools to, to lead and to have high team effectiveness. So that was a situation. And then the task was basically partnering with the other VPs and her sponsor and the EA and chief of staff to really create and kick off this six month conscious leadership development program, which was very much based off of the framework that I write about in my book, which is on conscious leadership. Um, but it was also very much tailored to their needs. And so it had biweekly group facilitation, executive coaching, um, asynchronous learning that folks could really tune into when we weren't meeting. And that included podcasts, videos, audio, audios. They had peer exercises that they were supposed to be doing. And again, this was over six months. And there were uh, 40 different leaders and they were engaging in these 90 minute virtual sessions. And then again, all this asynchronous content and the modules were really about how do we cultivate greater empathy, the coaches manager, strategic decision-making, cultivating accountability, uh, identifying your purpose, communication and teams. These are just some of the things that they were learning. And the results of this program, qualitative and quantitative, were that all of the leaders actually increased four out of the nine leadership competencies, which is pretty amazing because they were only asked to focus on two. So they kind of doubled what we had asked them to and what we expected them to do. There was a 47% increase in psychological safety. There was a 25% increase in effective decision-making. Um, they really increased their empathy by 74%. There was a 59% increase in self-awareness and resilience. There was a 20 to 30% increase in employee engagement and 20 to 30% increase in career mobility. And because I'm a data nerd, like how did I get all this data? We had assessments on their leadership capabilities for each of the one-on-ones and then for the collective team effectiveness, what was going up. And so that was in the beginning of the six months, at the end of the six months. And then of course, I was talking to folks about what was happening for them in between. And so we got some really great qualitative data too. I know that was a mouthful, but there you go. There's my magic. We have our last <laughs> question, Carly, and I'm excited to hear um, your answer to this. But what matters to you, right? What are your values? I I value learning and growth. That's probably one of my one of my biggest values. I, I value justice. Um, when things are not fair, I get really frustrated. I, I want to stand up for what's right. I want to speak on behalf of folks that that either don't have the courage or don't have the social capital to speak up for themselves. And I deeply care about our environmental ecosystem and that we are supporting uh, the well-being of our natural environment, because if we don't have our natural resources, then we're not going to thrive as people. And so I, I see that interconnection very deeply, which is why when I look at, you know, the gold standard of companies 
Patagonia is doing it right in so many ways and, and how they are using their business as a force for good that is um, just, that is looking at the bigger picture, that is focusing on environmental stewardship. Well, Carly, thank you so much for coming on the Hire Me podcast. It was great to learn more about you and your skills and how you'll bring value into your next role, into all of your professional connections. So if you are watching or listening, please be sure that you connect with her through the links in the description and show notes and make sure you subscribe, follow and like our content here on the Hire Me podcast um, so we can continue elevating more of today's top talents. Thanks again, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye.